made earlier with nothing more than a couple of bags of cheap, raggedy, oversized clothes and tens of thousands of dollars in credit card debt, Ev wanted to remain chief of the company he had co-founded. But that wasn't going to happen. It didn't matter that he was now worth more than a billion dollars or that he had poured his life into Twitter. He didn't have a choice. He had been forced out of the company in a malicious, bloody boardroom coup carried out by the people he had hired, some of whom had once been his closest friends, and by some of the investors who had financed the company. Ev looked up as he heard Sarah come in. He wiped the sleeve of his sweater across the dark stubble on his chin. How are you feeling? Sarah asked. Fuck, he said, unsure if it was his nerves or if he was coming down with something or both. Down the hall, through the doors that led to the Twitter office's main foyer, copies of The New Yorker, The Economist, and The New York Times were fanned out on the white square coffee table in the waiting area. Each publication contained articles about Twitter's role in the revolutions now taking place in the Middle East, rebellions that, through Twitter and other social networks, would eventually see the fall of dictators in Tunisia, Egypt, Libya, and Yemen, and spark massive protests in Bahrain, Syria, and Iran. Around the corner, Biz Stone, another of Twitter's four co-founders, finalized an email telling the employees that there would be an all-hands meeting in the cafeteria at 11.30 a.m. Attendance was mandatory. No guests were allowed. There would be no hummus, just important news. He hit send and stood up from his desk, heading for Ev's office to try to cheer up his friend and boss of nearly a decade. Jason Goldman, who oversaw Twitter's product development and was one of Ev's few allies on the company's seven-person board, was already sitting on the couch when Biz arrived and dropped down next to him. Ev was now quietly sipping from a bottle of water, despondently staring off into the distance the turmoil and madness of the past week playing over in his mind. Remember when Goldman and Biz chorused, trying to cheer Ev up with humorous memories of the last several years at Twitter. There were lots of stories to tell, like the time Ev had nervously been a guest on the Oprah Winfrey show, fumbling in front of millions of viewers, or the time the Russian president showed up to the office with snipers and the Secret Service to send his first tweet right at the moment the site stopped working, or when Biz and Ev went to Al Gore's apartment at the St. Regis for dinner and got shit-faced drunk as the former vice president of the United States tried to convince them to sell him part of Twitter, or the other bizarre acquisition attempts by Ashton Kutcher at his pool in Los Angeles and by Mark Zuckerberg at awkward meetings at his sparsely furnished house, or when Kanye West, Will I Am, Lady Gaga, Arnold Schwarzenegger, John McCain, and countless other celebrities and politicians had arrived, sometimes unannounced, at the office, rapping, singing, preaching, tweeting. Some others were even high or drunk trying to understand how this bizarre thing that was changing society could be controlled and how they could own a piece of it. Ev struggled to smile as his friends spoke, trying his best to hide the sadness and defeat on his face. There was one person who might have been successful at making Ev smile, the man who was now pacing in the office directly next door, his bald head bowed, his phone cupped to his ear. 
Dick Costolo, once a well-known improv comedian who had graced the stage with Steve Carell and Tina Fey. The same Dick Costolo Ev had decided to ask to become Twitter's new CEO, the third of a company that was only four years old. Yet Dick wasn't in a jovial mood either. He was talking to the board members who had been involved in the coup, confirming the wording of the blog post that would soon go out to the media, and also what he would say to the hundreds of Twitter employees when he took the mic from Ev. He paced as they plotted what would happen next. The return of Jack Dorsey. Jack had been the first CEO of Twitter and another co-founder. He had been pushed out of the company by Ev in a similar power struggle in 2008. On this particular morning, he'd been expecting to make a triumphant return to the company he had obsessively built before his own ousting.